0: Welcome back to throttled up the podcast that is our new theme song uh, it is dirt track bandit by bone feather uh, huge shout out to bone feather for reaching out and giving us the go ahead to play that so i appreciate it and uh so check them out go to itunes and download that new track dirt track bandit by bone feather so uh exciting night tonight we have uh, the fullest room that we have had Um, we've even got matt moved to a new chair over here and uh off to the side new microphone so an an exciting night matt
1: i feel more comfortable with this one this is what i'm used to talking into so you know this this is good all right well first
0: of all let's go to our sponsors
1: matt uh first off it's gonna be schaefer photo and custom tees schaefer photo and custom tees is a place for any race fan to get your racing memorabilia Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like, from prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and mu- and much more. Stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tees booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they can do for you. Well, unfortunately, we can't stop by there right now, not until March. But uh, I'm sure if you get on the, what is the the website again? Uh,
0: Schaefer11.smugmug.com.
1: Get on there and uh, send it in for Christmas or anything, and Mark and Jamie will take care of you.
0: So you don't think Bronze Bobby's still at the booth? I'm no he's not okay i thought he was there year round i could call him real quick (laughs) he usually tunes in so maybe we'll get a get a response second up is in the fast lane productions in the fast lane productions.com is the premier place in southern indiana to see all of the racing action from brownstown speedway on saturday nights go and get your premier account now especially headed in the off season it's a great opportunity to review all the racing action from 2018 as well as past seasons
1: next up brownstown speedway brownstown speedway and jim price uh, big supporters of the this year and uh, you know racing pretty much every saturday night from march until late october so get out saturday nights and watch racing there at brownstown speedway
0: we also have miller's termite and pest control
1: Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest
0: control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control email at pest-n-peace underscore underscore at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Next
1: one's going to be Billy Bad Fast Performance. New sponsor by racers for racers. Billy Bad Fast Performance is your source for new and used racing parts and supplies. They're currently stocking Schaefer's oil products and front and rear bumpers and door bars for your late model or modified. If they don't have it, they can find it. Call them today at 502-517-9393. Next up is
0: P3 Graphics. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's wwwp 3 graphicscom Also, Tommy Taylor Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He can provide you with auto, home, life, commercial, farm, and does it with a personal touch that you just can't get with other insurance companies. For any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Not only is he a multi-line agent that can keep all of your insurance in one place, he is also a dedicated individual who is customer service focused and always puts the customer's best interest first. His mission is to provide each and every customer with a simple process that is easy to understand and to ensure you and your family are properly covered if and when the unexpected occurs.
1: And then last but not least, the second coldest coldest beverages in Crothersville be brad Irwin customs contact brad Irwin customs for bodies interiors fab work setup and consulting with brad Irwin customs you can stick them deeper give brad a call today at 812-216-3900 and i'm just gonna say that i've challenged
0: i challenged him what six months ago about having the coldest beverages in crothersville and i told him to come straight out and still haven't seen him so i mean again brad we're right here man you know coldest beverages in crothersville Mm -hmm. Right here. Free beverages. Thirsty sportsmen may be a little colder, but it, they pay. You got to pay there. <laughs> All right. You want to introduce everybody, Matt?
1: I'll introduce Jason, then he can go around the room and get everybody else in there. But uh, Jason Heyman here this evening had a great year. Jason, stop me if I've missed anything on this, but you're 2018 National UMP Points Champion in, the, in what, Sportsman, right? Correct. And then you're 2018 Brownstown Speedway Track Champion 2018 Bloomington Speedway Track Champion. You're the uh, Scott Patman Memorial Race winner this year, and also the Kokomo Clash Race winner. Have I Did I miss anything of your accolades this year?
2: Uh, the Josh Burton Memorial. Oh, yeah. We okay, I forgot that about one. that one. And then, obviously, you know, when you win the Nationals, you're a regional champion too, so. I mean, right. Yeah.
0: Jason, a, pull that mic about? just a little bit closer to you. And I'll well, let
1: you <laughs> break it. I'll let you I'll let you introduce everyone else in the room there. Well, of course, Nathan Bowling's here. White Shoes showed up and Absolutely. hung out with us. So.
2: right, and I uh, got my uncle Roger. He came along and my dad, and uh, you know my uncle's the one that got everything started for us. um uh, uh, and then he carried it on to my dad, and then I took over from dad's shoes. So that's that's why we have them with us.
1: So we got f- from the the beginning of Heyman Racing all the way to current. Then in, in in the house tonight, right? Um uh,
2: yeah, and hopefully we have some future with us. I was us gonna say too.
1: we got we have some future over there too. Well, it just depends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there were some big eyes right off camera right there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
2: he's gonna have to get a job and work a lot of hours. I've done showed him what it's what it's like to, to be successful in that deal and you know he's gotta takes a lot of money and I think he's realizing what kind of money it takes to do this. So uh I don't know if he wants a part of it or not, but you know, opportunity's there for him.
1: Well if he listened to your first interview, what'd you say you worked four jobs just so you could race? What not?
2: Uh three or four I yeah. know I had three three jobs when I first started so I could so I could go out there and and get beat by a nose piece every week to not make the feature so I mean you know a lot of work
0: that takes some dedication to to show up every week and and not make a feature which we talked even back then about the the talent and competition you were racing against but to yeah. put in the hours you're putting in through the week it takes that dedication
2: I don't know if it's dedication or ignorance uh I think more <laughs> ignorance than dedication but for sure
3: <laughs>
0: that's fair so so roger they say it all started with you so how is that
3: by accident by accident how did you
0: how'd you get in
3: i started out in go-karts okay in the early 60s that's where the number 37 come from and uh then it just progressed i went through motorcycles and everything else and then one night was to a station in brownstown and a bunch of guys suggested we go out back and get an old car that was sitting there and, and take it to the racetrack so we did and and that's kind of where mine started so what
0: was the old car out back that you took to the <laughs> racetrack? i was track. gonna ask
3: that
1: too that's what i was gonna ask
3: it was a galaxy 500 and uh, the guys said just take it out tomorrow night it was on a friday night and we pulled it in the garage starts stripping it out Uh, Kelly Isley was the guy that was behind us. And we went out to his place, cut a roll cage out of a car, brought it in on the back of a truck, cut the top off the Galaxy, set the roll cage down in it, welded it, and went out the next night on a Saturday night and won the first race I was ever in. And everything else was history.
0: and we've talked about safety standards on here before. And, <laughs> and they literally just cut a roll cage out of another one, stuck it down in there, went racing. So, that uh that's pretty amazing. And you won the first night you went out with
3: it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was all everybody else's hard work. All I was was a driver. I didn't know anything. All I know is how to turn a wheel left. And uh everybody else done a great job and It was kind of funny because when you went into the corner with that thing, back then you slid. Well, when you slid that Galaxy 500 round, nobody could pass you because it took up the whole race track. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the reason I won. (laughs) Go ahead.
0: Okay. So, then how did you end up, how did you get everybody else involved? How, How did it pass on?
3: Just everybody being there. I mean, when I when I Stepped away from Kelly, I started on my own. Jeff was there and Jeff done everything. He fixed everything, he kept motor running. Again, all I was was a wheel man. And of course then he picked it up from there and eventually along comes Jason, blue eyes, as better known. (laughs) And uh, he picked it up and now this year he's made me very, very proud. He's brought 37 to the forefront and my only regret is that mom and dad weren't here to see it but uh, it's like i say it's just progressed over time from generation to generation
0: now jeff what led you to go from setting his car up and and wrenching for him to wanting to be in the driver's seat and i heard some of the talk beforehand so i'm going to assume you're going to tell me you didn't think he was doing a good enough job turning left you really want to hear this <laughs>
4: <laughs> i really do <laughs> well one night we sort of had a little problem so we got to the racetrack and i decided i said "Rog, i said he more went his way and i said well i think i'd like to drive once that was that's what started me and i'll tell you after that i was hooked <laughs> i said okay now it's my turn to drive and you sit back and you help me
1: <laughs> with his car did you guys ever have two cars where you guys raced against each other at all or you always just had the one car? Just the one. Just the one. We
3: was lucky to keep that going. Oh, yeah.
1: I, I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of fun.
3: Jeff Wilson just said that
0: he uh, he sold his street stock to you, Roger, in 1995.
3: Yes, he did. I don't <laughs> know what year it was, but he, uh, he could wheel that thing really well. He impressed me. And I was walked up to him one night and I said, is it for sale? And he said, yeah. And uh, I said, you put it on the trailer, bring it over to my house because I only live a mile from the racetrack. And I said, you bring it over to my house and drop it in the garage from right off the racetrack. And he said, I will. And he brought it over there and I paid him. I couldn't drive that car backwards. and uh, But he drove the wheels off of it. It was just made for him. And uh, I I just couldn't get along with it. I, it just wasn't for me so as far as i was concerned jeff needed it back because he was he was tearing
1: things up he also said on here that, that uh he got to race with both of you great guys and that he loved jeff's dad he said on here so
3: dad made a lot of friends at the racetrack mm-hmm. he he did I, I all year long i've watched jason do what he's done and and probably every night when I went home, I cried because Dad wasn't there to see the great year we've had because Jason put in a lot, of, a lot of time, a lot of hard work to get where he's been this year. And he deserves it in my book.
0: Jason, what were some of those lessons that you learned from these guys?
2: Oh, That's a good question. I don't know. Um, the one thing with racing is you have to be so smart with your money. Um, and it's not that I learned that from them. I just, I, I see the money that they put and my grandpa put into it. And, and, you know, where I worked at Master Belt, you've seen so many people throw away so much of their life trying to race. And I'm not joking. I mean, I've seen a lot of houses lost. And I, that's probably the one thing I picked up the most is is to is to uh, just manage your money well. You know, it's took me 20-some years to get to this point and everything i've always had has not been the very best quality of anything and this by far has been the best race car i've ever had but you stop and you look how many people have raced 20 some years and kept going it's very oh, yeah. very very few because mm-hmm. a lot of people throw so much at it to get to where we got this year and it just took a long long time to get me to this point point. and um you know we might not ever do it ever again and i couldn't do it without all the sponsors that i had i mean it wasn't all me i mean it, it's come from everybody
1: you want know, to rattle them off one more time you know all of them help you out. all this. the sponsors again? yeah
2: yeah sure we got peter hall curtis and darla kaiser uh we've got travis Kern race engine hartley trucking jason ayers trucking tyler kane motorsports bluebird cafe jeh which is jan Tuttle, and um speaker family farms
1: so, i mean it's, i think it's good that you know we always let you guys get this, the sponsors out cause like you said we got them knocked you know, they out, early. Help you out so. yeah
2: we got them knocked out early
0: yeah, and I, I want to say this is kind of off topic, but I I want to give a shout out to to Curtis and uh, uh, them at um, Pewter Hall. Mm-hmm. We're doing an event down here. Uh, some of us in town doing a, a holiday meal uh, for those in need, uh, November eighteenth. And Curtis jumped on board and donated all the rolls and all the uh, the butter for it, and never asked for any accolade. So uh, no. I just wanted to on this give a shout out to him because you know cowboy i really appreciate that it it was a crazy idea some of us around town came up with and you immediately on a facebook post uh jumped on and said i want to help so big right shout out to him
2: great people they are and like i say if you i mean you know even if the fans don't like jason Heyman uh, sitting up there in the grandstands they can still look at brandon carr's race car Derek clegg's jeremy owens's i mean web lees peter hall's on a lot of things yeah. out there he sponsors the class i mean they, he bends over backwards for racing he he's been a part of it ever since I got started matter of fact you know he helped paint one of my first race cars we painted it with house paint and it took 4 weeks to for it to dry and, <laughs> and we painted it all by hand that's that that a problems. great story I, i'm not even lying it was ridiculous. i think when we showed up at the racetrack it was still tacky i mean uh, he's been around for a long time on that
0: i mean that could be a great story if you actually run the paint off your race car one night i mean start yeah. one color and by the end it's another I mean, that's yeah it, it, a, it was that's an
1: impressive evening
2: <laughs> that's back when we had a little more fun it's so it's so serious now i mean it's it's crazy how how serious it is
1: i want to tell you from your last win there at brownstown i think you gained a whole lot of new fans in the stands because uh grandstands was pretty loud there when you you want to uh, your last two races actually this mm-hmm. year i mean it They was cheering for you pretty loud there, and I mean, you had a huge crowd out on the racetrack, and it was still that loud. Yeah, we
2: we try. Um, Main thing is, is we go there, and a lot of people say that they go there to not make friends. I go there to race and have a good time, and and you know, if we've got a good car, we'll end up where we, you know, just wherever it ends up. You know, we just don't want to. My thing is, I don't want to piss anybody off or make any enemies there. You know, we spend so much money; the last thing you want to do is have have somebody that's pissed off at you next week and tears you up for and nine times out of ten you're racing for 20 extra dollars so i mean is it worth the 20 bucks to make somebody mad next week so they can tear up 500 right in my eyes it don't work and i think that's part of the reason we've got 20 some years of racing in
0: and i want to give a shout out to you we um you know we put the bounty out you know uh with mike fields and the uh, brandeis series and uh yeah you
2: wasn't there to to help i I wanted to say thank you while we were here thank you for that
0: well i wanted to shout out to you you know not only did you, uh, were you the one that won with Mike on the track, which was really cool for us to be able to support you with that, but you also kind of called the person who won the first Brandeis race that Mike Fields didn't win, and that was in Aubrey Egan because when you were here the first time, you told us she's going to win one this year. Oh, She will,
2: yeah, she's, and she's really picked it up the last three or four races.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. really good. And so, to see her in victory lane, even there with, you know, I know Mike wasn't on the track, but to see her right. in, in victory lane was cool, and after you had said that. But, uh, again, congratulations to you, and um, I was excited to to see, to hear that you were in victory lane there.
1: <laughs> well, thanks. Well, he was on the front stretch. You know, Jason <laughs> yeah, doesn't like yeah, to go to yeah, victory yeah. lane much, so <laughs> he keeps it old school out there on the front stretch, which I, I got to try kind of enjoy that, you know, because yeah. – I want a shorter walk too. I shorter walk. Yeah, yeah I Me and White Shoes appreciate that. Well, White, white
0: Shoes doesn't even have to get to the track. He can actually yeah. film from the gate that way. He yeah. I've got good zoom. Yeah.
5: He just stands at the gate.
0: So, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this, and I'm I'm gonna go around. Roger, what is your what's your favorite race story from you?
3: Oh gosh darn! Uh, probably the best one was a night when I had the old Chevy too, and I'd had that thing beat from one end to the other. The back end of it was bent down. I called it a dog, dog dragging his tail. And we come out to qualify, and two guys were sitting in front of, of Papa and uh, I come out, and them guys said, "What in the world are they letting a junker like that on the racetrack for?" And it was just my night, and I was fast qualifier, won the trophy dash, which we had back then, and won the heat, won the feature. When I won the feature, them two guys looked at one another, and they said, well, I guess you can't tell nothing by looks. And Dad tapped him on the shoulder, and he said, that's my boy. <laughs> he listened to him pick on me all night long, and he just finally tapped him on the shoulder and said, that's my boy. <laughs>
0: Jeff, what's what's your favorite favorite story you got?
4: Mine is the night that Jason won his first big race, and we'd had motor trouble, <laughs> and I'd worked on it all night long, and it comes Saturday, and my wife went out and helped me work on it all night to get it all back together, and at four o'clock, he was all Jason was all mad and aggravated at me, Dad, I'm not going, I'm not going. I said, listen, I said I've worked my tail off, I said we're going to make it and about 4 30 we fired it went straight to the trailer started up no leaks nothing straight to the radio, and he went out and won the big race and that mm-hmm. was my I at love, two I o'clock lo- just loved, to loved clarify that. i love that
2: yeah at two o'clock we was putting bearings in the bottom of the motor and it wasn't even in the race car i was yeah. very irate and yeah. uh then we get there we win just to go ahead with the story a little bit we win and he was tired from working most of the night and we got ready to run it we won our heat race um, we was eighth fast qualifier. There was fifty-eight cars back in the day. Fifty-eight of them street stocks. We was eighth fast qualifier, won our heat race, and started up front in the feature. And we was gonna add fuel to the car. Well, he was tired and didn't want to do much at the racetrack from where you know he'd worked on it. We forgot to put fuel in the car, and uh, we we win and we're we're picking up stuff. You know, celebrating a little bit. It was the first night. It was a big race. Paid a thousand to win and we get over to what we thought we was picking up empty fuel jugs and I about dislocated my shoulder because I was like what what the heck why we got so much fuel left when we go check it we had less than a half inch of fuel in the race car so I mean we was just about didn't win it
0: (laughs) that was probably the you, you know, looking back, that was probably what set it up just right to make sure that <laughs> yeah, right. that he got across the,
6: the yeah, victory right. line. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It, <laughs> it worked, though. It worked, though.
0: <laughs> it that's, was a trick. It's, yeah. it's was a good that, thing wasn't one more caution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The next week, everybody be... was almost out of fuel. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know how everybody watches when you unload. They all thought. Well, I didn't put any gas in the thing. That's what I'm gonna do next week. I'm gonna leave the gas out of it. Right.
4: It worked, however, but it worked.
0: Now, Jason, what's your? Uh, I ask you what what you learned from these guys, but but what is your uh, what's your favorite story of growing up around these guys and watching them race?
2: Uh, really, I don't know. Um, favorite story of watching them? I didn't get to watch Raj much. I don't believe I watched him run Jeff Wilson's car. I did get to see that a little bit. And then he kind of focused more after we got going. He turned turned his around and focused more on his boy, Ryan, which we tried to get him here, and he wasn't able to make it. But he, rod kind of give up. I didn't get a, didn't get, I can't say he gave up. He just turned, turned directions and focused more on Ryan. Um, With Dad, my favorite Dad deal. I remember Dad won his very first race, and we got down there, and there was no track photographer that night when Dad won. So somebody we just kind of stood out there on the front stretch. Everybody celebrating first ever win. Everybody's excited, and somebody brought a Polaroid out there and took a <laughs> took a picture just so we could have one. And, and he got one little bitty little, little bitty trophy or one little bitty um, picture to remember it. So, mm.
4: can I add to that a little? bit? You can do I, whatever you want. I, this is about I, you. I think his very favorite one when we went to Kokomo when I flipped about five times down the back there and he was leading it. <laughs> he come around. And he said, Dad, he said, I come down the back stretch and thinking, what in the world? He said, there was parts everywhere. And he said, and I get there, and there, I seen your car. <laughs> he said, and then he come by, I seen him come by, and he said, and there, of course, all the ambulance and everybody was there with me and everything. And He said, I seen you move your head, so you was okay. And then we got to get out of the car, and I go to him. I knew we was having, we wasn't running alcohol at the time, he was running gas. I'm thinking, uh-oh, I bet he's running hot, I heard it just a screaming. So I go over to him. He said, "Dad." He said, "I gotta go. I gotta go." And I said, "Well, I said they're still hooking up to the car." He said, "Well, ask that guy over if I can go in the infield, and make a bunch of laps, and try to get air going through." And I said, "Jason, you're in the red flag. they are not going to let you move," and stuff so like that. Was pretty. That was pretty neat, really. I mean, the flip was awful, but the rest of it. He said, "I come down the back stretch and he said there was parts everywhere."
2: <laughs> I, thought, I thought we left Kokomo, went to Daytona somewhere because there was pieces. Um, it look. I'm not exaggerating when I said a million. They they picked up. For 35-40 minutes over there, picking parts up off his car.
1: When you guys race with family, do you kind of like watch out for him? You know, for things like that. You know, you know, other than just being somebody else on the racetrack. Him? No way, man! That guy—that's to be the first guy to run over here, right there, guaranteed. <laughs> That's the guy. Yeah, you watch out for him. You stay away from
2: him.
4: That's how that works. All I ever heard, he said, Dad, I was just getting ready to lap you.
0: <laughs> Jason. Jason saw him and said, I saw his head move, but I know he ain't coming back on the track. I'm good
4: now. That, that's for sure. I
2: don't think we got to race much with Uncle garage, Maybe two or three times. It wasn't much.
3: Yeah. I don't, I don't know that you ever made it on track with me. Heaven forbid.
2: It might not have. I don't remember a lot of fun
3: man they had junkyards we got parts out of a junkyard back when i raced yeah we don't (laughs) have that you thought about (laughs) well i was gonna say
0: you started with your first car you found behind the service station (laughs) (laughs) and
4: showed up (laughs) yeah yeah
3: there's one thing about racing a guy told me that night and we was working on it he got grabbed me by the arm he took me in the other room because they know i was gonna drive and he said don't do this roger and i said why he said because if you do this, he said, it's as bad as drinking or smoking. He said, you won't be able to get it out of your system. So now Jason's however old and I'm still going to the races. He yeah. knows what he was talking about.
1: Oh, but you don't have to get around a race car. for. I mean, I, I've never been in a race car in my life. And, you know, I can't wait to get there every Saturday. So it's once you got it, you got
2: it. It no, don't matter if you're a racing fact. or not. I mean, it, you you walk into some of them places mm-hmm. and makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up on some of them.
0: Well, and, and it also, you know, I think that's a, the cool thing about racing. And, and, you know, we've talked about this with Nathan and Matt and myself. You know, you, you always try and find your way to be involved or more involved. You know, we did the, we started this show because we wanted to be more involved with Nathan and Ryan and in the fast lane. And, you know, even if you can't sit in the seat, it's usually not. There are very few people that are content with just showing up and sitting in the stands every Saturday night. You mm-hmm. got to find your way, whether it's helping with a car in the pits or doing something. you got to find your way to be as involved at the, in the sport as you can.
3: Yep.
4: I'll, I'll say that my most favorable win that he done was Slim's Memorial. The year before, he was leading it, and I thought he was going to win it then, and he slowed down. And I said, Jason, that's when Devine passed him. Yeah, Devine yeah, yeah, passed him right at the end. I said, what was you doing? He said, I slowed up back because he was telling me I had a big lead. I was sitting over with my mom over in the VIP booth, and I said, are you kidding me? He said, no. He said, I was sort of saving my car," And he said, they told me and kept telling me I had a big lead. I said, Jace, you had that one. That's the race that means the most to me. It really does, because I was best friends with Tom and Slam. They were the ones that built my car. and We was friends forever. And him and, like he said that night when he won, you know, when they was kids, I used to ride in the back of the Suburban <laughs> on boxes and everything else when we go racing with Tom and them over in
1: the Illinois and all that thing. That was really neat. Mm. Well, like I say, that's one of my favorite memories of you guys was when, when Jason did win this year, I think you beat me out on the racetrack. I still trying to figure that out because you yous. you was, beating on on jason's hood you know as soon as he got stopped and mm-hmm. i thought man how did he get out here that quick yep. so that was yeah i thought that was pretty cool too that that interaction you guys had together there on the front stretch he mm-hmm.
2: had to have help because there's no way he can run i've seen that that don't happen <laughs> i had i had a golf cart i told you see i told you there's, there was help somewhere
4: <laughs> yeah yeah that was really neat i'll never forget that never
3: can I can I say one thing I have to say tonight?
0: You can say whatever you want. Hello, Sue, how do you do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the only time we'll get him on camera all night yeah. long is right there. Yeah. I'm sure there's all oh, wondering where this
1: other voice came That's from, what, so it's a... I'm just
0: glad they know that Roger was here. I,
1: mean, yeah. I didn't,
0: yeah. We didn't make it up
2: but off in the corner, so He's hid behind the camera the whole night.
1: Oh yeah. I'm getting ready yeah. to drag him over here and hold on to the chair. He's made his appearance now. so it's, Right. It's, they know what he looks like. Yeah. You want me yeah. to sit in your lap? No. <laughs> I'm
4: going
0: to be honest. We might get a pretty good race going right here between these two and these rolling chairs before it's all done. Jason, so, I mean, obviously, uh, I, uh, one heck of a year. I mean, they're hands down one heck of a year. But as you look to next year, what's. What, what do you start with your goals after a year like this where do you turn to, to to kind of set your goals for next year
2: uh the goals right now is just to get a car i didn't
1: know if you heard him but he sold the car oh yeah. i didn't hear you
0: say that
2: no yeah we sold it uh josh bowler now the proud owner of it but uh it's still at the house we're going through it just like we own it still i mean everything's just like it's an off season we're going through it all um getting it ready for the show up at springfield so uh to take to the national banquet um so after that then we got to worry about getting a car and starting over and and right now we're just focused on getting this thing back to Springfield and getting everything done there so uh but for goals it a year it, it was definitely unbelievable. I mean I if you would have told me my goal at the beginning of the year um, my goal is always just to win one at Brownstown. I that's all I care to do is just win one race at Brownstown. That's it. Um and if you would have told me at the beginning of the year we would have won we raced 37 times. We we won 12 out of 37. We finished 12 seconds. So that's 24 out of 37. We had um, 23 heat race wins. Um, yeah, there's I would have never believed it because I mean you know, unbelievable. And you know I could not have done this without great help. I mean it's not Jason Heyman that done this. Trust me whenever I say that it's it's Scott Hunsucker zach pranger levi loki tyler kane and you know without those guys right there is why we got to
1: where we were at
3: thank you very much guys you helped put him on top
1: so i mean it's not it has nothing to do with me do you find it odd that the 37 car ran 37 times isn't it though is that is that a conspiracy you think
0: i don't Mm. know look at the list of of wins i mean yeah. I mean, they are the guys who figured out to just put enough gas in to win yeah. a race. I yeah, it mean. wasn't figured out, trust <laughs> <laughs> Who, who exactly. would I have ever thought that? You <laughs> know? I mean, what I'm wondering is, you know, I know we don't talk a whole lot of NASCAR on here, but why Jeff isn't sitting in a NASCAR pit somewhere? Because every, <laughs> yeah, Sunday, they do that every Sunday, they got all these mathematicians trying to figure out how much gas to put
4: in, and he just knows. Just if, hey. if I was sitting there, they'd really be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <Believe me. laughs>
1: <laughs> are you going to go back super stock racing or are you going to switch classes no I don't
2: plan on ever switching classes my heart's right there where super, cool. super no, stock is I mean I'll never I don't plan on I don't care if I got a half million dollars you know I plan on staying right there in the super stocks so
1: I don't I think that Brandeis is going to step up a little bit more next year also for you guys I know they're staying with your guys' this class also for yeah. next year yeah so. they just
2: want to do that traveling thing and he yeah. said you know I was really 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 hoping that would go but it yeah. just didn't go so. no, really
4: what, what? what really what he's going to do is go boating I've been wanting him to go boating all summer. Maybe he went, once he said, Dad, I don't have time. Well, so we said that I said, guess what? If, if we can't going, find a car, we're we going go, We're going boating. You know, I'm going to tell you a
1: story at Brownstown Speedway about boating. Tad Cheek showed up one Saturday, paid his way through the yeah, front gate, paid his way through the, the pit gate, unloaded his race car, went over to Drew's number, come back about 20 minutes later, and he said, hey, I'm leaving. We haven't even done drawing yet. Hadn't even hot lapped. We're like you're leaving. He said, "Yeah, well, my buddies called and said they're on a boat." He said, "I'm gonna take the race car home and go boating." So, loads the car up and leaves, and never never raced that night. So, uh, you know, yeah. and probably the most financially wise
0: decision he ever made, <laughs> <laughs> even after paying to get in the gate. <laughs> yeah.
2: I will say, if we do get a car, it will not be a full season next year. We're not gonna do nothing like this ever again. It was, I wouldn't say it was stressful. Probably more money wise than anything. As far as you know, maybe the, the stress was more money related than any it had nothing to do with racing because you know them guys got everything ready every week so but uh you lose a lot of family time doing that and you know I'm thankful my wife let me do it just one time and we was success. well we kind of done a little bit last year just didn't push real hard but she let me do it this year and was very supportive very successful at it and so um you know if we if we get something together next year it'll be unlimited um, I mean, no, when you say not a full
1: it, season, like you'll race at Brownstown and not do as much traveling, or you won't even race every Saturday at Brownstown?
2: I'm, I'm going to say probably not every Saturday. Um, I'm thinking kind of do like the Mike Fields thing this year, just hit the big money shows, and, and not saying I'm good enough to do that because I hear, you know, Boatnik's coming back, Wilson's coming back, yeah. Rick Gum's moving up, uh, Derek Clegg's wanting to get one. Um, so, I mean, there's going to be a lot stiffer competition. Superstock
1: so, class is going to be stacked. Next absolutely. Year. And, you yes. know, if you're
2: able to pull off one win that I'm hoping to get, next year, you know, if I can just get one, that'll be, to me, it'll be a very successful year.
0: And I do want to say that uh, your wife is one heck of a support system, and we would, uh we need to have her back on again. She's one of the best episodes I think
1: we've had, so. <laughs> well, she
2: would love to come back. I almost tried to get her to come, well, I tried to get her to come with us tonight, and she took the kids to eat, so um, she's spending time she, with She's watching, though.
1: No, she's logged in over and here, so oh, is she? I, yeah. I've
0: told this story on here before, but one of my favorite nights was, I happened to, uh Jim had happened to forget to put me on the list to get into Brownstown Speedway, and Carlo was working the front gate. I just happened to be wearing my Jason Heyman t-shirt when I pulled in. So it helped a little bit. It did. It got me right through the front gate. I didn't have any worries. I said, it was right after you'd been on. I had my t-shirt on and she goes, oh yeah, you're good. Go ahead. Don't worry about it. I'll remember that next year. I got to make sure I keep my Heyman t-shirt handy. Uh, I
1: do want to say also, uh, Shelby Miles just logged in and, uh, I got to tell Shelby that was the scariest thing I ever had to announce. Was when he burst into flames, mm-hmm. yep. there in one and two in Brownstown. That uh, probably the, the the most scared I, I ever was. And uh, I mean that uh, Nathan was that the most flames you ever recorded in a race yeah. car?
5: Well, I was focused on Marty and who was the other car that was piled in there? Uh,
1: Ma- uh, Might be
5: Shelley. Yes, and I was focused in on them, and then I seen a real big flash, and I looked up. Yeah and seen shelby and i was like oh my gosh so i got all that i mean i you hate to get something like that but you know
1: yeah, yeah i seen you know he he thanked uh what was it henchman for his yeah. for Hinch, his yeah. suit Hinch, and Hinch, that. yeah that's a that's a testament right there to make sure you spend the money on that stuff because his entire cockpit was was engulfed in mm-hmm. flames there so glad to see shelby on tonight and give him a shout out yeah. too because I, I was pretty nervous for him yeah. that night
0: And, uh, Jason, uh, Brandon Allman put on here that Braxton says, Go Jason Heyman. So, (laughs) yeah, he's got two kids
2: my wife watches. (laughs) Uh, wife watches, you know, has a little daycare there. She watches a few of them. And, uh, his, one of his kids pulls for Mike Fields and the other one pulls for Jason Heyman. So, I mean, you know, (laughs) one of them's really happy at the end of the night, I think. (laughs) Well, (laughs) normally Mike's. (laughs) That's
0: what he, that's what he texts me when I, I put the, uh, uh, bounty out and I and you had actually picked it up and he said, Yeah, so this isn't gonna be a good good night in the household <laughs> because I got a Mike Fields fan, I got a Heyman yeah. fan. I said, Well then you can't lose. No, it's <laughs> Either good, way somebody was going home with it.
2: Right. And me and Mike we're we're all right. We're pretty good friends, so I mean he's he's cool.
0: And it was fun. I mean that's what and I was glad to see obviously we didn't want anything to you know, not that you would, but any driver to try and take Mike out to get that. But no you know, Mike had a heck of a run there and we just wanted to see, you know, if Mike could pull it off. We'd right throw it at him but uh right. like i said to have you guys step up and get there was really cool
2: right i think one of the best races in the street stock class all year had to have been the one where me and mike must have run 12 14 laps side oh, yeah. to side and, and that was great you know, that was cool yeah, yeah that you was know. great racing That
1: yeah, was good night
0: and i'll be honest in that class that may be some of the cleanest racing that you yes. guys see and you guys yeah. i think you guys know each other so well that whole group that right you know how each other drives but you guys race each other really clean, and you get yeah. a lot of really good racing. Yeah. And the ever so
2: deep. About I mean, every, hmm. yes, there's about there's six or seven cars right there any night that could win. Yeah. You know, next year all that other talent's coming in; it's going to move it to twelve or fourteen cars that could win. Yeah. How many different winners do we have this year?
1: I could have told. I had I got it all recorded. I didn't bring it, but it's there's i I'll there's think a of time. it. You guys,
2: Gary, on. I'll think of some.
1: Well, because well, that's, I mean,
0: it was late before we had a repeat winner. Yeah, you won. Fields won.
2: Dave Shelton won. Dave Shelton. Matt Boatnik won. Colton Sullivan, Aubrey so, E. Yes, Colton, Aubrey. Um, um Shumpy didn't get one this year, so
1: No, Shumpy didn't. So there's at least yeah, six. Not oh, this yeah. year. That was that last, was last year. year. Last year. Yeah, he won down. the yeah. Jacks one hundred last year. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so it, there, there's at least six different winners right, right there. Yep. You know, I didn't you know it's surprising Josh Devine didn't because you know he's usually right. pretty tough there. Yes,
2: Josh is really fast.
1: You know, so that's uh But like you said now with Possibly Clegg coming into the series, Gum coming in with the superstock, oh, Brandon coming back. Brandon Carr won one. Oh too. Brandon did. Yeah. You're yep, right. Yeah, so at least seven. And he's another tough one. You know, he he didn't race every week when he was there, you had to watch him.
2: Yeah, if that guy would just he if he could get some help and, and race a little more, you know, I think he, he does everything himself and right. so it's hard for
1: him to get to the track. But if he had the help that
2: I have, that guy would be really tough.
1: Well I'm just gonna say that your guys' little turn two family With some pretty uh, stiff competition there all year, you know. (laughs) You you know, you're the super stock champion, you know, Clegg's the pure stock champion, and, you know, Jeremy was, what, 12, 13 points away from being modified champion. I mean, you guys, a whole lot of competition right there side by side.
2: We're we're all pretty good friends. We don't share much, I don't think, but we're pretty, you know, we're pretty (laughs) tight.
1: I want to point
0: out that Nathan uh, Keith Sparkman says you got to be careful, or you might have to end up with a an Uber driver. And I think Sparkman, <laughs> I think that's actually what he's doing now. Is I think he's a an Uber driver here in the uh, UCLA area, Upper Crothersville, Lower Austin. So
5: yeah, because I don't think we
1: have Uber.
0: Well, that, I think, so. well, I think uh, yeah. Sparkman's the only yeah. one.
1: Jeff Wilson also pointed to Edelman. So that's that's eight winners. Right. Yeah, Tim right. Edelman did win the Fun Fest deal. Yeah, yep. I don't even know how to spell Uber. Sober.
0: <laughs>
2: Sparkman doesn't
1: either. It's really Goober, an and intoxicated guy said said Uber instead. And oh, yeah. Stuck, you huh. know.
5: That's funny how things work out.
4: You scoot up here and you can see.
1: Uh-uh.
0: Right <laughs> he, I've never seen a guy be able to be out of the camera more often than just what, what
6: roger has been
3: able to do right here. These guys are the racers. I'm just here for the entertainment.
2: He thinks he's entertainment. Well, well, see, he's, the one of, he's the one that's got us here. He, it's his fault that we're all sitting here. Earlier mm. you said you were here
0: for the good looks, but you won't get on camera for everybody
3: to see. Boy, that just got you a lot of laughs. <laughs>, <laughs>
6: see, I've got a
5: face for radio, but I'm on camera and I don't care.
3: <laughs>
4: I can feel half the
3: county right now on the floor living down <laughs> <Coming> <laughing. laughs>
1: Lights just came on in Tampico from everybody laughing. <laughs> yep, at. the bright lights.
3: <laughs>
0: Somebody said he ain't got Roger there. That's, he's lying. So, I don't even know where to go after that. <laughs> Derek says that he hopes he shares
1: next year. That, uh, oh, my dog came out. Oh, Mouser? I haven't owned a race car. for So, Derek sell his car too? Is his car gone then? Or?
2: I don't know if he sold it. Um, I know it's for sale.
1: He said he hadn't owned a car in 10 years. That's why I didn't know maybe if he sold his, too. So. I don't know. Derek, let us know. Breaking news here. You sold your car, too?
2: i seen he had a couple people interested. It's a good car, so if anybody's looking for a good pure stock, it, it would be a nice
3: car. But, uh, can you somehow turn that so I can read it without getting in the camera? <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to get up here and get in the camera so you can read it. <laughs> huh?
1: or bring your own tablet so that way you can read yeah. where you sat. so right can
3: i get that on my phone <laughs> you, you could.
1: Uh,
5: we're on espn aren't we <laughs> yeah. okay, hey.
1: sandy said Je- jeff and jason raced in the same race at red hill too then so you guys yeah we did um that's right.
2: red hill used to, man that's a really nice racetrack I'm yeah that's up, a great race it track. shut down yeah. and you know honestly it was one of yeah. besides kokomo it and brownstown it's one of my favorite places to ever go race it was it was just big and carried a lot of speed um Where? we did race there I, jeff's
1: I if he's still really? on here i think jeff raced yeah. when northern all-stars raced at red hill too uncle roger won a race there yeah that was his last oh, that, that his is last race. Race.
4: Yeah. Yeah. mike davis
1: proud owner of the zero two cars of two hours ago so Derek Clegg sold his pure stocks. So. I'm just
2: going to throw this out there, Clegg. Did you get all those cheating parts off of it that we got on ours? You know, I and mean, we got to take all that stuff off when we sell that stuff. You know, I hope you did that right. <laughs>
0: Well, that's what you meant when you still had it at the shop and you were going through it, right? Right, and see, I got mine from Rick Gum. Rick Gum, give me all mine. We don't call we don't call those cheating parts on here if they came from Gum. We call that hidden magic. Hidden magic. Hit okay. Hit well, magic. innovating. Yeah. There's
3: got to be a song about that. Yeah. The The device. The device. <laughs> i just
2: wish i was smart enough to come up with a device i'm barely smart enough to get put my car together to, to get out there to and
1: jeff did say he raced at red hill so that's what i thought back yeah when he ran northern all-stars you know years ago he's you know jeff is the first ever northern all-star champion right he, he raced at red hill so yep.
0: and i'll give the shout out here jeff walters is watching us and uh jeff walters said uh uh, obviously, running for Jackson County Sheriff next week. Make sure to get out and vote um, and exercise your rights. So, I'll give a shout out there to Jeff Walters here on Who's the podcast. That? Jeff Walters? He- yeah.
2: <laughs> Jeff Walters sponsored me over there yeah. a couple of nights this year. You know, Walters for Sheriff. So, Jeff's a good guy. A hey, very good very guy. Good guy. I, I hope he pulls it
0: off. Absolutely. So, make sure you get out and vote. And if you're, uh, if you're looking for a candidate for Sheriff, Jeff would be a great choice for
1: sure jeff wilson also says traction control from airs yeah that was a little (laughs)
2: joke from jamie wilson yeah Yeah. the banquet i can't wait to get to the banquet this year and thank jamie wilson for stepping out and giving me his traction control i mean that was that was awesome
1: (laughs) Yeah, there, there's a lot of head turning with with air sitting there and everybody looking at him yeah was...
2: and anybody that paid any attention on the racetrack knows the last two people in the world i mean when we go by we was turning 10 grand oh, racing yeah. each other you know right there for we we was the last two people that would have had traction control <laughs> but you know it, it's funny and good story
1: oh yeah
0: so uh so finishing up this car getting ready to to move it over to the next one so When do you think you'll start looking for the next car and kinda start working towards that?
2: I'm already I'm already looking. I'm just looking like I say, it's all about money and and unfortunately I don't have the unlimited funds to do it. So looking for a great deal on a car, a cheap one, something I know if I if it doesn't work out I can sell it and get my money back. So or, you know, the ultimate dream would be just to find one already going and somebody say, Hey, just come drive this thing and, you know, we'll help we help work on it and they pay the bills that's what we really would like to happen but you know it's just everybody's dream and it won't become a reality i wouldn't think
0: but well but if a guy's out there looking for a, a driver you would definitely be one to consider i mean again we can we can read off this season's accolades um you know brown soundtrack champion Bloomington track champion national champion in the sportsman's class uh, regional champion regional yeah. champion Kokomo Clash
2: but like I say that has nothing to do with the driver that's all the great guys that's behind the scenes working on it that don't get this kind of recognition you know I mean they're using Jason Heyman as the and, and promoting Jason Heyman, but it's not me it's the other guys so. and
0: I agree a hundred percent but it also matter who's sitting in the seat too and and i know maybe
2: sometimes but not you know when that thing just kind of just floats around the racetrack and goes where you want it to go it's right that's perfect that's but, what you're after
0: and i agree and i but I'm I, all, I bet we
1: could we could have put harley brown in your seat and he could have drove that car like you do harley
0: so.
2: brown boy that brings back some memories god i love that guy <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. but I, but you know the i'm ma- i'm going
0: to go back to what rod <laughs> said earlier and i and that's something that you know the older guys that have been on with experience have talked about that i think the younger guys forget sometimes you know, you talk about buying Jeff's car and that Jeff could drive it and I mean, he'd drive the wheels off of it and you couldn't drive it backwards. That's what I think people miss the boat sometimes. It's not about, man, if I had, you know, and I don't want to kill anybody trying to sell their car right now, hurting their sale value, but right. it, it's not about, man, if I just had Jason Heyman's car, I could jump in and I could do what Jason Heyman did. You've got the right team with the right driver that's setting you up to, to drive the way you drive. So, sure. And don't, don't sell yourself short. You can wheel. I don't know
2: about wheel, but we, we, we go out and have fun and have a good time. And, you know, when, when the good Lord brings us home, you can't take none of this stuff with you, but you can take the memories. And that's what we're here for is the good times and the, um, the memories you get to take with you.
1: Jeff Wilson said, give yourself some credit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he's
2: one of the guys I sit there many years and watched him and my dad and my uncle Raj. I've watched all them guys racing. Jeff was always very competitive and one of the guys you kept your eyes on all the time as a kid.
4: Hey, by the way, I got a cheap one sitting down in the holler. You can just have.
2: A cheap car? Yeah. Yeah, that thing's about rusting, too. I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't, I don't Raj, want to go meet the good Lord just yet.
4: Yeah. Raj <laughs> could probably find you a Galaxy 500 yeah. service
6: station somewhere. That's what's left of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: That's
2: back when racing was fun. You didn't have to spend a bunch of money, yeah. I think. I, I wish we could go back that, but it's never, ever, yeah. ever going to happen. So I
3: spent more money on my helmet than we did in the car.
0: <laughs> probably did, yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking of Johnny Cash, it sounds like this may be a one piece at a time.
1: No, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nathan, what do you got? <laughs> it around.
2: I'm just happy to be here. Just happy to be yeah. here? So, Pops, you ain't got to say a whole lot. Let's see. What, what else would you have? Nothing? What's one of your favorite memories?
4: I told you. Slim's race. Okay. Hey, I'll ask this, Jeff.
0: And I know you kind of talked about, you know, you grew up around those guys. Tell us a little bit about why that is so important. I mean, what those guys meant to you.
4: Well, we went to school from day one through first grade. Used to go home (laughs) with each other on the weekends and just to be together all the time. I grew up with them and I, you know, and then they built meet my car. It's just good friendship, good, real good friendship that I'll never, never get by and never forget. and it's
0: really cool to you know to see jason in victory lane at that race you better believe it yeah that it was probably was one man. i
2: wanted me and nathan was always really good friends you know dad and slim was friends and you know when they hung out together obviously me and nathan you know dad was always over there. i was with dad and then you know i got to hang out with nathan a lot um we tinkered a lot we thought we was smart back in the day but as we got older we was really just in the way more than we was ever helping but you know we wanted to get in there and and get our hands dirty and um uh, it was probably pretty cool that you know when i won that deal nathan was right there too and you know that was really neat but uh also i want to say you know thanks you know my grandpa and my grandma got me got me here a lot too you know back in the day there was i remember one time i was not going to go to races and papal Heyman said why are you not going to go i said and you know it all goes back to money and i just had um just had a kid and me and the wife which is the ex-wife was sitting at home and and uh we was all sitting there and papa showed up and it must have been four thirty. and he said i want to go with the races he said you know i'm not going to go unless you go and i said papa i just ain't gonna go he said well, why not and i said well i just ain't got the money this week and i wouldn't ask him to borrow money to go because i i did not want to go in debt on a race car that's one thing i big time i'm really proud of i don't owe nothing on race cars and I've always worked really hard to make sure I didn't go in the hole in racing. And um, he he gave me, I, it might have been $120 or something to get in to get fuel or whatever. And so we went, and whatever I won that night, I made sure i get give back to him. It uh, probably wasn't $120 because I wasn't very good. But, um, you know, without them, there was a lot of times him and Mama both. I remember my grandma would always go out there as I worked on the vehicle. Yeah, the race car and she was always there you know if i needed somebody to hold a bolt or whatever a piece of aluminum she was always right there always by my side it
1: that's what really, it's all about really right cool. there yep. yeah that, that's what it's all about
2: we've always been kind of fam- you know family tied on that when it comes to racing I, I could call tomorrow if everybody quit me today i could call tomorrow and uncle roger and dad would probably be right there if i'd call and ask them you know to come help me do this
4: i got something i want to add to all three of our kids including jason <clears throat> learned their numbers at the racetrack that's where they learned because they sat there with with mom and sandy and girlfriend sat there while i was racing or whatever and that's how they learned all their numbers she'd point them out to them and say what number is that that's and pretty cool Yep. we've all grown that, up there yeah that's oh, yeah. something well. we will never forget but that's that's, that's cool. really
0: cool i've told matt when i took my uh a four-year-old a couple years ago <laughs> to the no way out and we were sitting there in uh uh turn one And that's where he learned. At that point, he was like two, and that's when he learned what the stoplight colors meant. And he was addicted to it after the races. Every stoplight we'd come up to, he'd say, "Dad, yellow, slow down," you know, or (laughs) "It's red, stop." And then you know, and then as soon as it turned green, "Dad, you gotta go, gotta go, gotta go." And I'm like, "Son, you know, we're in traffic. It's not the (laughs) racetrack. When the green (laughs) drops, we don't get to just hit the hammer, but." But that was—I mean—but it, it is. It, that's that's one of my coolest memories of being a father was sitting there with mm-hmm. no way out, and yeah. and that's what his memory is—is is you know when the green drops, you go, man. Mm-hmm. You put the you put the foot yeah. down and go. So yeah. that's that's a cool story.
4: I got yeah. to tell I got to tell this on him the very first time he drove. I let him drive in my car and stuff, and I said, Jason, I said, this is what I want you to do. I said, you're going to start on the tail. I said, don't pass anybody. <laughs> i said stay on the tail go around the track get the feel of it where you know what's going on that lasted about three laps and here he goes (laughs) i'm thinking hey there's a racer there we go (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: that's what my son is now claiming that that's what he wants to be i've I've laughed and said it on here before when he went to three-year-old preschool my wife did that the thing everybody's got to do now where they're what they want to be when they grow up and The little board, and he wanted to be a be Spider-Man as a three-year-old. At four, he wanted to be a race car driver. So I don't know which one's more unrealistic (laughs) for his future. But I was laughing as I let him let him drive the lawnmower the other day, and I took him out in the bean field after we got the beans out, and. We got right out in the bean field, and the first thing he reached for was a throttle and pushed it up as fast as he could, and I thought, all right, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You knew where that was. Yeah. You, you weren't going to just play around. If he's going to let me do it, I'm going to get it. So There you go. I'm uh, Jason, Jeff
1: uh, wants to know what kind of chassis you're looking for, but then the next line, he says he'll reckon you next year to win the Patman. So
2: uh, I hope we get a make to the Patman, but you know we'll just have to see where it ends up. You know, I know I know Jeff Wilson a whole lot better than that. He can sit and say that he would wreck me to do that, but I know way better he wouldn't. Uh, oh yeah, I, not at all. Really? And also Pete really? says that he's waiting on a text
1: from you. So I, I don't know what the <laughs> what that's all about, but Steve, I can tell
2: you what that's about. Uh, uh we raced at Montpelier this weekend and and oh, I was yeah. the guy that got in the back of him, but it, I did have a little help. Uh, and like I said it was on a restart, it was wide open around the top and Steve knows what you know we're running around there wide open and i've raced steve a thousand times and we know that he knows that i wouldn't do it on purpose
1: he but, was used to but, the so there's my there's my apology steve Peden, i apologize
2: <laughs> <laughs> but i did have a little help <laughs> my back bumper shows it
0: i mean let's be honest steve i mean he did this on on you know live radio or live uh podcast yeah. I'm not I'm
2: not perfect and nobody in here is perfect and we all nope. make mistakes and like I said the one thing yeah you're not <laughs> perfect either okay right. <laughs> but uh, but I'll and, guarantee he you knows I has
1: perfectly white shoes though yes
5: <laughs> <laughs> I do <laughs> yeah
0: I'll be honest, we may have to have Raj back all the time, even off camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: He always steals the show.
0: Just for color commentary back there.
2: And even on TV in
1: once. He's like the guy on the talk show, you know, introduces the guest and stands off to the side the whole time. He yeah. is, but
0: just, just, just jumps in with witty comments every time he can.
3: Just give me a microphone at home and I'll keep you in <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, Sandy said, "Ask Jason about his go kart he got for Christmas when he was seven.
2: Okay, I know where this is going. Uh, <laughs> Dad took me down to the to the. Um, this was when I first got started. Like I guess we wasn't racing; it was just driving. And we he got got me a go kart. We went down to the uh, elementary school, and they had like a little circle track deal set up there. You could go to one end of the drive or one end of the uh, driveway and turn around and come
4: back we set up our own little track they didn't have it that was the well yeah
2: we kind of made our own but you know (laughs) dad was teaching me to turn left and we was going around there well i don't think he ever rode this thing he just kind of bought it and said here you go son take off well i couldn't reach the gas pedals or the brake pedals so we put we taped some pop cans to the gas pedal and to the brake pedal and uh he hadn't rode it well i hauled this thing down in there wide open and the throttle stuck Uh and here's where i need this beat button because it scared the shit out of me (laughs) and i would not ride it no more i was done with it it sit there the throttle's stuck and i'm flipping out you know luckily i was able to spin out and i would not
3: get back on it i was out tell them
2: how you stopped it uh spun out and hit the hit the um, run into the curb curb (laughs) yeah
3: now i ask him about his go-kart experience
2: well let's just hear
4: it what's this
3: a dual
4: dual motor in the backyard oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's dad, a hospital dad, trip right there yeah. dad had bought me and roger go-kart well i'd come home from school we got home from school dad been working on it and he put another motor on it so we had double motor so we sort of had our little fit about who was going to ride it. so i won i jumped in the seat and dad gives that thing a pull and it took off and he had it up on blocks and when it took off the throttle, he had it wired up backwards. You push it down and it I'd get off of it and it'd run wide open. Well oh, it was God. it was running wide it was running wide open and Dad thought, Oh God, so he just shoved me off. And I was a little bitty guy. Sign across the neighbor's backyard and I I went, I, have, I look like a duke's a hazard now. I mean I shot that thing off and it went way up in there and I was going right towards Durham's barn. And Dad said, Oh my God, he runs in that barn you're gonna kill him. And I was going right at it. I didn't know what. I thought, heck, ain't no way I'm giving it any more gas. I'm really flying. <laughs> So I just whipped and we was in a sand lane and field like, you know, when it hit that thing and it went in about 15 donuts and tried to take back off and died. That was it. Deb got off of it and I didn't get back on for a good
6: long
2: time. So you guys
4: have had the same experience. Well, no? that's what I'm sitting here yeah, thinking. Yeah, he, I think yeah. he set me up. I think well, so, you yeah. know, His yeah. first
2: ever go-kart ride wasn't pretty. He was making sure his kids was like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. I think he did it on purpose. No, I think you're right.
1: No, no, I know my wife no. is over
0: at my parents' house. And she's
1: she's logged in. Yeah,
0: and she's been logged in. So yeah. I'm like, I want to tell this story. My dad bought me a mini bike, and I was I was a little guy because my dad always rode motorcycles, and and he was so proud I got on it. And I was riding, and I was buzzing around the backyard. Life was going good. And my my mom he he goes and gets my mom out of the house and shows it. Then I take off and I'm headed right towards our pole barn. And my mom goes. You taught him how to start my, or stop, and my dad didn't even say anything. He just took off running and said, oh, shit, and he's running towards me. He, he taught me how to throttle. He never taught me how to brake. Break. I went right through an evergreen tree and right into the side of the pole bar. But I know I love when Mom tells that story. Dad didn't even think, no, he just took off running and thought, I forgot something.
2: So
1: carla says poppy had a go-kart experience with going to the hospital as well yes he did
2: and since we're bringing up the go-kart stuff we we're, as we get older we realize we can't um wheel the race cars like we used to so we, we we go back down and we try to get everybody together once a year and we do this go-kart ride down there at french Lick. so dad was out on a truck and i called poppy and i said hey poppy i said we're gonna go go-kart ride." and he used to race go-karts so he's pretty experienced i mean he should have just flat whooped us and yeah, um mm-hmm. <laughs> so we get down there and poor poppy we, first lap now i gotta give him credit he's a tough old bird um if you ever race down there the first corner is like it's a little tricky mm-hmm. but the you can go through there one, wide right? open well Rogi goes in there wide open because I'd, I'd give him some pointers i said roger you don't lift i'm telling you man you just drive this thing down in there so he was listening he hauls her down in there and hits the wall and it break it cracked three ribs or broke a couple or right something outside. yeah but I give him credit. He'd done all that on the very first lap and he ran to the end of the race. And, and, hell, I don't think we even lapped him. He was on it. But as soon as we got done, he couldn't hardly breathe and, and he laid at the house for a couple of weeks. It wasn't pretty. Yeah. I, it made me feel bad. And they, so now, whenever we have the go kart trip, I kind of just kind of. Go down my contacts. Oh, there's Roger. We'll skip that one
4: and go to the next one. I had to teach you to listen to him. <laughs> well, my
3: guys want to go out and have a good time after a go with and I said, Jason, I'm having a good time just trying to get in the car. <laughs> I said, Let's go home. Yeah.
0: It's 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 amazing that my wife and I are married. We went down there before we were married to the one in French lick yep. and she got spun out and I was leading and it was a bunch of my buddies and me. And she got spun out. with well, the workers didn't see her over there, and she was up against the, the rail and couldn't get off of it. And I come around, and she was yelling at me wanting me to bump her, and I said, no, I'm in the lead. I just yeah. drove right on <laughs> fire. As soon as we got done and we got out, she wasn't very happy with me, and I wouldn't help her. And I said, you don't understand. I'm not listening to these guys talk all night about how I stopped and helped you. I was in the lead. I'm gone. Yeah. My own. first,
2: uh, when we went go-kart riding one time, I got me and the carla had been racing hornets well she'd rolled a couple hornets and uh so we get there and tyler kane was there and, and carla was the field on riding these go-karts she's like i'm not gonna ride him, jason she said there's no roll cage around him." she said what if you roll one i said carla you cannot roll one of these things indoors i said it's not gonna happen Well, her and Tyler Kane was out there racing. Her and Kane got into it, and next thing you know, she's on her side, and she was pissed. She's like, I thought you said you couldn't roll. And he's like, well, you're the only one I've ever seen ever do it. Leave
1: it to you. Brandon Norman says she was three feet
2: in the air. Yeah, Brandon Norman's not lying. She was really close. I didn't get to see it because I think we was up toward the front, and she was maybe toward the back. I don't know. I I
1: just got invited by uh, Richard Young that races a, a pure stock. He's having a birthday bash at French Lake. Oh, really? Did you get invited also? I I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, he sent something to me. I'm telling you,
2: it's it's fun. We need to get a bunch of racers together. Well, he said the
1: more it's going to be set up Grand Prix style. It is. Oh, uh, it is. It's a blast. That uh, is fun. But it's going to be, you know, tracks is going to be rented for his event. So if you guys know, know Richard, he races the 19 Pure Stock. He, uh... He's looking for people. I think he's invited like 125, and only like 12 people said they'd show up. Really? So, yeah. So I'll, maybe maybe he needs to reach out to you guys and yeah. Nathan. And we normally get a fun about 23, track. 24. Yeah,
5: yeah that's yeah. a fun track down there. We uh, went f- when uh, my brother Ryan he had his bachelor party. We went and rode go karts, and then we went to French Lick, which they're the casino, which we ain't going to talk about that. Good thing <laughs> we went to the go kart track first. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a nice little place down there. It is.
0: When I was still coaching football, I took the senior football players down there and, and and let them race. And one of the boys knew nothing about racing. And when you go to the feature, they, they line you up, double file, and take you around slow and bring you to the green. Well, he thought that he had never been to a, <clears throat> a go-kart track where they did that. He thought that he had gotten the one card at, like, the cheap tracks that was just faster than everybody else. We made it about four turns, and I hear him yell, "Woo!" And he's flying around all of us. They had to line us all up again and bring us
6: back around and tell him, "You're under caution, yeah. man. You can't, you can't go." He thought, "I found the right card. I'm the fast one. Yeah. You got to get yeah. way yeah. yeah,
0: I'm not driving this slow the whole
1: race." Yeah.
0: No, nah, that would be that would be actually a great outing. Mm-hmm. I think we all need to go down and and do that. That'd be a lot of fun.
1: Well, if we don't make it to. Uh richard's there maybe we need to have a throttled up night out there or something. i like it. invite some drivers cool. and uh, of course you know me and me and dustin are, are non-drivers so just remember well, that when you rough us up out there maybe we,
3: maybe we invert there you, you go oh boy. you remember getting an assist carla oh the assist
4: See, yeah she'll respond to that. hey tell them about the little go-kart deal in myrtle beach
1: oh i just seen here it says Between you me and, me and jason you. got kicked out
2: um <laughs> i don't remember that go ahead yeah you do I don't whenever hear. you Curious. hit
4: whenever you hit me real hard and spun me around four or five times and they made you quit you know what he does he goes up there and he says well i was in the number three car i thought you were supposed to do that <laughs> <laughs>
2: i got kicked out of a lot of go-kart
0: tracks i yeah. will say yeah. have you ever been to the kart country one outside of louisville that's the mm-hmm. it's, no. a, it's yeah. a road course style but it's outside And I had had somebody tell me, and I took some of the football coaches down there one year, but they said, there's no rules. And I'm like, oh, there's rules. There's got to be. Well, you race one lap, and there's like, there'll be like dual carts with like parents and their kid, but there literally are no rules. I mean... We were driving them across the grass and and boning other people to come back around, hitting tires. Maybe and, that's where we need to go. And we, no, we'd pull back in, and it was like two college kids sitting there. And we, every time we get out, we'd wait for them to tell us we weren't coming back again. We'd just get back in line. They would just take our ticket. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, we destroyed each other. So that's a that's. I don't know if the management has changed, but it used to be a great place to go race
3: go karts. There was no rules. You don't have to worry about mowing the grass that way. No, right? we we tore it all down. What was, what I think that? I'll
5: set out on that one. I might video it then.
1: for sake to pass in the grass, you know. So we, where right. is
0: that at? There's it's it's right outside of Louisville,
1: country Hill, yeah. Think, yeah. There was a
0: there was a grandma and me and another guy were coming to the the finish line and she had her little granddaughter in in the dual cart with her and she's running right down the middle of the track and they're driving slow and we come up and we split her. <laughs> And the other guy kind of clipped her front end as he came back over to try and get to me. And you should have heard her yelling and screaming at us when she got up there. My buddy goes, ma'am, it was for the wind. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was for the wind.
2: Yeah. I can't help
0: with the edge out there. Uh,
1: Carla said racing under caution is fine when someone is hitting you in, in the lineup.
0: Yeah, that would be
2: Raji. They was doing an enduro one night and, and, uh, my wife Carla, she was on the i think start on the front row well yep. we go to the lineup shoot or go to the lineup check lineup and there's probably i don't know 50 or 60 cars in these enduros and and right behind her was poppy and he said now carla he said i'm telling you right now he said i'm just gonna beat the shit out of your back bumper he said you know you better get going mm-hmm. well they pulled the cars on the racetrack and they was three or four wide and carla's on the pole and they're coming around and you know they said all right what we're gonna do is they lined everybody up they got everybody on the racetrack lined them all up and tim keithley was running the time and he said what we're gonna do is go around one slow lap and then as we come off four we'll throw the throw the green well they they got ready to take off he's busting her in the rear end you know and she's nervous so she just takes off Whoa! she leaves everybody that the back of the pack hadn't even started yet and he's laughing because he's carrying on got her going and she's going well, Tim runs her down on the four wheeler and is like, Carla, you got to wait. She goes, Well, heck, he was beating me in the back. I thought I was supposed to go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she was in the lineup shooting. I was behind her and I was sitting there and her, her family, she, it was her first race, and her family was up there on the fence and everything. And I was sitting there and I'd bump her. And she'd move forward a little bit and I'd bump her she'd move forward a little bit and I looked up her and her family I think if I got through the fence they'd come down there and kick my butt <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: well we're at a little over an hour Matt anything
0: else you got?
1: no no we want to thank everybody for coming out yeah
0: uh, you know Jason, Jeff, Roger I, I really really appreciate it uh, we have been wanting you know in these these off season episodes we're going to do every other week to just kind of you know, we don't have a whole lot of point in to talk or standings or what's coming up but to just tell stories and have some fun and and <laughs> you guys were a great way to kick it off i really appreciate it so, so yeah, yeah, good. anybody else thanks let us know us. you know if they
1: want to show up two or three of you we'll sit around and talk like this again you know on the off season so
0: right well
2: thanks for having us appreciate yeah it. Off, season, having off mic
0: <laughs> 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 and jason again congratulations on the year man it was yeah, it was a lot of fun yeah. and uh and I'll I'll throw one more dig at you. I mean, it is nine ten, and we're finishing an episode with Jason Heyman. We're we're usually an hour away from starting them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last time we finished it.
1: Yeah, Jason wasn't even in the house yet when we did the <laughs> right. first one with him. Yeah, the so. last
2: one we got started way late. Man. But yeah. it was it was for good
0: reason.
1: Family comes first, and, that, and you know that was Jason was with family that don't night. Don't say so. that
0: because my wife was in the hospital. So don't yeah. don't say family <laughs> comes first all the time. I think we both kind of got in trouble. <laughs> 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 it, so. yeah. All right. Well right. thanks everybody for being here and uh everybody on Facebook Live, we appreciate it. All right,
2: thanks for having us. Good night.